This is the Living in Fierce Alignment podcast, your go-to place for mindset transformation, self-empowerment, and personal development. I'm your host, Kayla. I'm a mindset coach for ambitious human beings who are wildly passionate about up-leveling themselves so that they can live a limitless life with ease. I'm here to show you how to create the life of your dreams and powerfully step into your full potential, and of course, live fiercely. So let's get started. Welcome back, everybody. Today is going to be a different kind of conversation. I'm really going to be diving into the human design aspect of things and talking about some life experiences that I've had recently where I felt very much connected to my environment in human design and then also my authority. And it's interesting because I feel like a lot of times we talk about how we are designed to follow our inner authority, that's how we make decisions, and then it's all fucking good and gravy, but also sometimes making the correct decision for us is going to piss other people off, and that's something that people don't talk about, because then what happens is we're going around, we're following our authority, we're making these aligned decisions, and then we start to say no to things, or we start to say yes to things, and maybe the people or the environments that we're in don't agree with that, and then it can push up against our inner authority and cause us to change our mind involuntarily and fall into people-pleasing patterns, and I know that every single person listening to this can relate. And so recently, I really started to notice the significance of my inner authority, and I think that because I have really been very deep in the experiment of human design and the gene keys for a few years now that the more I've listened to my inner authority the stronger it's become and the like higher tolerance I have in terms of you know just turning things down like I maybe it's low tolerance you know what I'm talking about I just no I have no tolerance for the things that I don't want to do that's what I'm trying to say so I'm a 6-2 SACL generator. I have my SACL 2G center defined. I literally say that in every episode, but I always just like to assume that new people come in here and, you know, they might not know what's up. So for me, I have the 515 channel is consciously connected from the G to the SACL. And then I have the 1034. Those are the only two channels that I have. So that runs unconsciously and then the 515 is conscious. And so what I've noticed is that when I am in the correct environment and I'm given things to respond to, my answers are very clear to me. And so it's been interesting because my fiance, Guillaume, he's a a 6'3 splenic projector, wide split, head and ajna defined, and then root to spleen defined. And one of the things that he's been really getting into, and I mean, we're going into summer right now, it's like beautiful weather outside, is hiking. And like hiking trips that would you know you could take a bag and literally go up camp hike some more like we're talking dozens of kilometers and just you know high elevation like lots of beautiful aspects of that here's the interesting thing his environment is passive mountains and so he's realized as of late that when he is and he loves snowboarding too so the summer hiking thing is like a new thing is that when he's up in the mountains, like he's able to process and that's where he gets his clarity, which fucking makes sense because that's what happens. Passive mountains, when they are higher up, they just, the, the way that they breathe and process everything is is shifted for them to have an optimized experience. My environment is shores natural. 
So the things that I like are being down in transitional spaces, but in particular, I love being close to the water, right? So it's like being right beside the water, whether it's a lake, a river, the ocean, like that transitional space. And so it's been really interesting because he's been going deep into the rabbit hole, like looking to optimize his experience of hiking, buying all this gear, planning all these trips. And I'm sitting here and I'm like, I, I don't want to hike. I'm not a hiker in the sense that I know I can do it. I've done hardship. I played varsity rugby, like elite rugby, went to the Olympics in university for rugby. Like I've had injuries. I've, you know, I've backpacked in foreign countries. I lived in China for a year. Like I've been in very difficult environments and I've, you know, been somebody who has exercised for years in my life. Like I go to the gym, I lift weights, I do CrossFit. Like I'm not it's not a fear thing. It's an I don't want to thing. And so it's really interesting because before I brought human design into the conversation, it was it was very frustrating because it was a no for me. But then the other thing I wasn't seeing was the environmental factors of this is why he desires to do this. And this is why I do not desire to do that. And I want to do the latter. And instead of like, I feel like when we don't have human design as a tool, it can just create a lot of chaos and a lot more conflict than necessary you know it's like oh your your life partner doesn't like the same activities as you like you don't have these things in common like it becomes a big deal like it's a bad thing overlooking at okay well how can we compromise this situation like for me like i i love to go and play touch rugby like this is something that i do every summer i will go multiple times a week into different fields around victoria and i go and i play touch rugby with other people and I've never asked, you know, Guillaume to come and play rugby because that's just not something that he's he's into, right? So it's like honoring each other's differences. And I think that that's also what really creates a healthy relationship. But I think that having human design and seeing like, okay, he loves the mountains. He wants to go hiking. He wants to go snowboarding. He wants to do these things up elevated in the fucking air. He has a channel of struggle. Like if there's a struggle to it, fucking great. I do not have the channel of struggle, but I do have the 38. And so it's like that energy will naturally be dominated. That pressure to go and do these things is very real for me, especially because I have an undefined root center and an undefined spleen. So it's been really interesting because initially when this was coming up and I kept saying, no, like, I don't want to do this. Like, this isn't this isn't my thing. And it was it was interesting because I noticed that this is when your authority comes in. And when you honor your authority, you might be irritating other people or disappointing other people or causing tension because you're honoring yourself right and so it's interesting because when I've had conversations about doing these extensive hiking trips like even some hiking trips that might be like over several days like it just I just don't know how to explain it it's just it's like how some people don't like mushrooms they don't like onions or like when you ask somebody about their sexuality and it's like well why do you like girls or why do you like guys you're like I don't know it just is right and it's just one of those things that I find so interesting that we're more accepting around our answers or rejections in certain aspects of life but not others and so when I really started to think about this there was some conversations I was having with people where it was like they were trying to convince me of oh Kayla but you can do it like look at your experience like you can do it you know like you you're you have an athletic background you've played sports da 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 and I'm like yeah but that's not the point is that I don't want to like and it's funny because this is a very interesting thing for sacral beings where it's like you have 
the capacity and the energy to go and do the things and you might be good at doing the things but you don't like doing the things and so then you become a people pleaser and I'm like why would I force myself and force again 34 is literally my core wound why would I force myself to go and do something that isn't going to light me up I'm not going to be satisfied I'm going to be on this hike or doing these challenging things that don't interest me and whoever I'm with is not going to be satisfied like it's not a win-win and that's literally the definition of people pleasing like we think that because we say yes or no to the opposite of what it is that we desire to do that we are of service to that person but ultimately what that person wants is they want you to want to do the thing so even if you're saying yes you're not even fulfilling what it is that they're asking for. Nobody's winning. And so I, I thought this was so fascinating and it just really dawned on me the importance of what it actually means to honor your inner authority. So now to tie this back into this weekend, we went camping and we went to this lake that was absolutely stunning. I've actually been there several times in my childhood, but I have not been there in probably like 25 years it's been a long freaking time and so we go beautiful weather absolutely stunning and I was going to do this hike with Guillaume it's like 10k and I thought okay but part of me was anxious for a couple reasons first first thing was I didn't want to do it second thing was I wanted to want to do it but I didn't and (laughs) which is more more of the same for the first thing and also it was really hot it's like pushing 30 degrees by the time we would have been hiking would have been you know um, peak heat hours and I I just like wasn't my fear motivation was like I don't know all the things I'm really not like into this but we agreed because he had actually done a, a 25 kilometer hike the day or the week before I was like okay fine this is what's gonna happen you're gonna hike the fucking mountain and I'm going to hang out at the lake and that's it I said turn your location on you know you're gonna have reception on the mountain send me messages like I can look at my phone check to make sure you're okay on the location and I'm gonna go to the lake and I'm gonna set up my little like picnic spot and I'm gonna read and I'm gonna suntan and listen to podcast episodes and live my best life and so that's what we did and so he hiked for almost four hours and I went and I hung out at the lake in like my ideal fucking shores environment it was literally like forest and then this kind of lake beach area and then the lake and then mountains in the distance and I was just like oh my god like this just it's just we just honored each other's environments and each other's needs and then later in true generator form around 1 p.m I like went back went to the campsite because we could go and, and set up and I literally pitched the tent set everything up and then he messaged me around 3 30 and then I went to go and pick him up and came back to the site and everything was done so in true generator form I like went and like was like building shit like it was just I was just living my best life and so I thought that this was so important because you know other things that have actually come up that I thought were interesting were I guess in the last seven or eight months Guillaume and I have taken turns traveling so he went to he went to Europe in November for a month just over a month and I stayed at home and some people were like why don't you guys travel together? And it's not that I didn't want to go to Europe. It's just I was in a season of my business of like birthing the Gene Keys business guide. And I was like, I cannot go and travel in a country right now. And so then a couple of months later, I went to Bali. And then we ended up meeting in Southeast Asia. We went to Singapore, Malaysia and Vietnam together. But some people like it's really interesting. Like I just noticed this when it comes to 
let's say lifelong monogamous relationships it's like oh well why aren't you doing everything together like it's like there's weird judgment that i feel from people and i'm like do you like do you not know how to be your own like person you know and i think again having human design as a tool and understanding the pace at which people do things will be different the desires and the interests like how can you honor each other do things together you know it's kind of like hanging out but you're in different rooms but you're happy to be home together like this is the kind of energy but then there's also going to be very specific things that we love to do together and it's like I really noticed that having human design as a tool understanding the inner authority and understanding one's design like I know Guillaume has that conscious channel the channel of struggle and like people who have the 28 I find that they just really driven into that finding that purpose and needing a purpose and needing that struggle in order to sort of satisfy the pressure of the root and I fucking get it (laughs) but I am not built for that so it doesn't mean that I can't handle hard things it's just that that's not something that's going to drive me and so it's just understanding that and being like okay and even like supporting you know, from a human design lens, like, oh, what if you tried this, or I'm going to do this, like playing with this while honoring and understanding each other's designs, I think is so great. And it's like, it's just so much better than, you know, let's say just really gross generalizations of like, oh, you know, he's a man, and she's a woman, and she wants to do these like feminine flowy things and lay at the lake while he's doing hard shit up on a mountain. And I'm not saying that to be sexist, but it's kind of sexist. And I feel like that's more socially acceptable than actually looking at someone's design and being like, oh, maybe that's why it has nothing to do with gender, right? So it's just, I think that it's another tool that kind of neutralizes situations. But I'm telling you, the first little bit there, when I was really honoring my inner authority, it was like, it was causing a lot of irritation. You know, it was like, I was getting pissed off and then, you know, he was getting triggered or like I'd have conversations with other people and they're like, Kayla, come hiking. And I'm like, I don't want to hike. Meanwhile, I just bought a paddleboard and I'm really excited that I'm going to go paddleboarding now because that lights me up. Being on the ocean and in particular, this vision that I have that I will fulfill in the next 24 hours is taking my board out there's so if we drive like three minutes down the street we're really close to the water and i can blow it up go out on the board and it's on the east side so the sun is setting there so if i go out around sunset i'm gonna see the fucking sunset on a paddle board while simultaneously seeing the entire victoria esquimalt region behind me and it's like i can't even explain to you how peaceful and how like satisfying and beautiful this feels right so it's just it takes time it's funny because i feel like my fifth gate in my moon is really driving that just finding that rhythm but having that patience of like okay because that 515 for me is very real i want to find my own rhythm i want to be able to go with the flow right and do things on my time and so I I feel like that's kind of this little intuitive message coming through in this recording right now is like when you are playing with your inner authority when you are in a relationship with someone else and you have differences of how you enjoy living your life and doing activities what aspects of their chart can you look at and it's going to take time to understand and see those things differently and go and implement things differently because now it's like when we plan camping we both love camping car camping is the shit like it's just and if you're like what's car camping it's like you pack all your shit into a car and you go to a campsite and the kind of campsite that i like is not one that has like 
running water or electricity like you're literally there it's like the tent the chairs you have a grill that you bring to cook your food and you have the fireplace and or the the campfire i should say not fireplace so it's like we found this happy medium but then it's like okay where can we go that's close to the mountains where can we go that's going to have water like these are the things that we need to honor now that we really understand each other's designs so i hope that this episode brings you insight on getting curious on how you can bring human design and even just consider specifically someone's authority or also their environment and how that plays into the kinds of activities that you do with people in in relationships, friendships, intimate, intimate relationships, or even, you know, from a business lens too, you can look at how you support your clients in the environments that they're in, like how are they going to thrive to recharge or take aligned action and so on. So I hope you enjoyed this episode. It was just like a very specific thing that I wanted to talk about and some insights that I've had lately. And I hope that it brings you a peace of mind and it evokes curiosity in you to look at the people in your life differently and really get curious on, oh, like what is it that they need? Or even getting curious with yourself and being like, oh, where am I being a people pleaser, right? And really looking at how you can collaborate and not necessarily compromise, but collaborate to a point where everyone gets to be lit up by what they're doing or what they're not doing. So I hope you enjoyed this episode. You can check out the show notes for additional goodies. If you can please subscribe and leave a rating for this channel, that would mean the world to me because I put a lot of work into recording these and I want to share as much as I can to support others. And of course, I will chat with you in the next episode.